Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. A Dear Media original podcast. This was one of the drunkest I have ever been. And actually, because we were eating all these lollipops and stuff, I remember when this came out, everyone thought we were on ecstasy. Oh, shit. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? Welcome in. It is Back to the Beach with Kristen and Steven. I'm Stephen Coletti, and I'm here with the troublemaker herself. <laughs> Want to introduce yourself? Oh, guys. Hi, it's Kristen Cavallari. There she is. Before we get started with this week's episode, we have to take a moment to recognize something that is happening today. It is a very special day in Miss Kristen Cavallari's life. You have <laughs> a cookbook being released today. I do. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. This is what? This is like your, your like 21st, 22nd cookbook? You, you, <laughs> yeah. You've had some… <laughs> it's my fourth book, third cookbook. Okay, okay, okay. I'm excited though. This one is called Truly Simple. It's all about those weeknight meals. Just really easy things to make. I am in no way, shape, or form a chef. I'm just a mom who likes to cook. So if I can make these, I swear anybody can make these. Steven, there's one coming for you. Don't worry. It is uh, personalized to you. All about feta cheese. Ooh. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh <laughs> well, the, the palate has matured over the years, so I think we could we'll we'll take a shot at the recipe. I appreciate it. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, thanks for the shout out. I'm very excited. All right, guys, check it out. Uh, congratulations, by the way. That's awesome. Your fourth Thank book, you. third cookbook. Very cool. Amazing. All right. Well, let's get into this week's episode. Not my uh, best one. Gotta just say, throw Kristen that out there. Calamari. What did you do? What the fuck is wrong with you? This is the one episode where it has stuck with me all of these 18, 19 years, whatever it's been. And this is the one moment where I'm like, God, I really messed up. I really messed up. Tequila, hell of a drink, huh? It'll fuck you up, man. (laughs) It's great. Like one margarita, maybe two, and then you go from three to five. Maybe 20 margaritas. You're all like 75 pounds. I am going to break it down for you, though. Okay. Yeah, well, hardly. Right In high school, I think I was like a solid 20 pounds heavier than I am now. But um, oh my I'm going to break it down for you because it is not all that it appears to be. It's still messed up, but it's actually not as bad as they portray it to be. It was surprising to see you let your guard down, but we'll get to it. Let me uh, yeah. just 
intro this episode for everyone. It is titled Don't Hate the Game. Or if you ask Jessica, it might be titled Don't Hate the Player. She's trying to figure <laughs> out exactly how to say it because she's convinced it's Don't convinced. Hate the Game, Hate the Player. But it's definitely I, Don't it's Hate so the good. Player, Hate the Game. Hate the Game. So it's episode 11 of season two, of course, of Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County. And it aired October 3rd, 2005. And it is discussed to you guys as Kristen hooks up with Jessica's new crush. <gasps> Come on. <laughs> and Steven and Elsie share a moment in San Fran. It's fucked what the up. fuck? I barely remember this. I had to sit there and be like, wait, when did this happen? And then I kind of remembered it. But yeah, I knew that you came to San Francisco. I don't remember that Lauren came to San Francisco, but of course she was oh, there for something else. She went and you guys had a grand old time. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than our trip, apparently. <laughs> yeah, in MTV's world, it was like the sparks were flying. But isn't it so funny? As soon as you and I don't have the best time, dun dun dun, dun here comes Lauren. And look, Lauren and Steven have the best time and they should be together. Like, I'm so glad you said it. that. So, <laughs> One thing that popped up is I remember, so you could see what, the phone call that I have with her introducing that she's coming up. She's packing up for a trip and she calls me. I'm wearing the same thing. And this was done on the same day of when they had me call you and talk to you about your trip up. And I remember uh. talking to them about this, sitting there on my campus at college and because they had to take, they had to shoot from very far away, long lens camera, and I'm walking around by myself on campus. And I told them, I'm like, you guys are going to put this in the same episode. I'm not doing that. <laughs> They're like, no, not the same. Just one apart. <laughs> and then they assured me and promised me. They're like, look, we're only up here for this weekend. Well, I know they were up there whenever, I guess they were because they're up there when, when Lauren was there, but they were just, I guess they were only going to shoot that one day on our campus, right? So they're like, we need this phone call and we need this phone call. That was done on the, must've been like the second trip or something when they were up there. But I remember talking to them about like, you guys are going to use this in the same episode. Like right when I get off the fucking phone with Lauren, I'm going to get on the phone with you and say like, obviously they use this play different up, episodes. Play up, play up, play up. <laughs> Nothing's changed. But I do remember having a little pushback with them on it. And well, you can see now, you know, of course it's, it's in two different episodes, but they ever so delicately make it seem like I'm now trying to make a move into Lauren after, of course, you and I have our trip to San Francisco and it doesn't go as planned for me and you don't want to take me back or you don't want to continue on our relationship. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go run into Lauren. But what I do like about this, and we'll break down the scene when we get to it, is that, I mean, you see what Lauren and I's relationship was. Like it was, you know, mm -hmm. we'll talk about it. So I'll go in and give a little backstory because I had some memories flying back, but I didn't remember this at first. I mean, I was saying when we recorded the last episode, I thought I was done. <laughs> I thought yeah, I was off yeah, the show. Yeah, no. I was like, ready to celebrate a little popper of confetti. Coletti nope. is done. Nope. No, no. There's quite a bit more. Yeah, there's a few more episodes. In it, so. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be done that easily. Come on. <laughs> <sighs> they hit hard from the jump because you're, you're previously on your narration. You go, my weekend in San Francisco was a disaster. That's the first disaster. sentence. <laughs> Uh, comes so out mad like, I win. So, so fucking drama. <laughs> Steven just yeah. didn't get it. Ah, that we couldn't be a couple anymore. <laughs> and we get into there's a little little beach chair scene. We've got same chairs. Same that beach everyone, chairs <laughs> that, that we just, saw last yeah, week, the week the, before. That old town bicycle. Those would be, <laughs> as we say on the go to beach, some slutty beach chairs. <laughs> we have you know Alex H and Jessica. We've got the Swiss Army knife. I like to call her the Who's where. She is brilliant at just kind of feeding the character that MTV is focusing on, whether it be Jessica, whether it be you. And there's this really funny back and forth about don't hate the game, hate the player. And it's definitely 
don't hate the player, hate the game. Hate the but game. Jessica is convinced that she's got it right. I know. And they both are sitting there going, like, how do we play the game? Like, I don't know how to play the game. And like, yeah, yeah. I was like, like Fuck, I hate where's the fucking game. <laughs> like, where's Kristen when they need her? Like, come on. Yeah. They should have been having this conversation with me. Hello. It's funny because even all these years later, I do think in the beginning, it's all about the game. It really is. Even if you like someone, there's a little bit of cat and mouse. I still believe that you got to play the game a little bit in the beginning. What do you think? Are you someone that just puts it all out there? I don't like playing games, I think, at at this point in my life. But I do feel like people react negatively to someone who's coming on strong from the jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of processing of emotions of like, all right, do I like this for the right reasons? What are my intentions mm-hmm. here? I need like three dates. If I'm interested after the first one, I'm like, yeah. all right, now I need two, at least like two more dates to really see if I'm interested, you know? It's true. I agree. I don't like playing games either. I'm not going to like fuck with you and play games, but there's a little bit of like the back and forth in the beginning. And even like with a simple text of like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. respond right away. Like that kind of stuff is what I mean with more like playing the game a little bit. But I agree. I think you can like someone initially after a first date and then a second date and you're like, oh my God, what was I thinking? This is not who I thought he was. I also think people are really good at putting on a front in the beginning and being amazing and being like so great. And then you get to know them and you're like, oh wow, yeah, that was 100%. all just a bunch of bull. So I think it takes a while to really get to know somebody. You were dating for a while. For sure. And you've been single now for a little bit. Did you have to, to dust off the old game yeah. over there? I mean, how, how was the game coming back in? It must have been weird. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> I lost my touch there for a minute. And I was like, what? <laughs> happened. I used to be the ultimate. (laughs) And that, but I'm getting it back. Don't worry. Don't worry. I've redeemed myself. But there was a moment I was like, wow, I've really lost it. I have lost all of my mojo. It's a good thing. You freaking wrote the book over there. I know. It's true. (laughs) I really did. But don't worry. I'm back in a strong way (laughs) right now. That's the Kristen we love. Back. I think watching Laguna Beach just like re-inspired me. I'm like, there I was. I got to get back to being that girl. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. Uh, those poor men out there. <laughs> I know, it's sad. Watch out. Don't listen if I'm dating you, please. Oh, Stop man. now. Well, all right, so let's, we'll set up the, the fiesta here a little bit. There, there is a great sincere moment, I think, between you and the Who's, Alex H, when you guys are setting up for the party and you're talking to Talon and then... You say like, oh, I never said that Morgan can't come. And you put the phone down. You're like, Alex, Dal wants to know why Morgan can't come. <laughs> what are we supposed to do? I know I have yeah. three cameras Fuck. in my face right now, but I'm going to whisper and I'm going to hear me. And then Alex doesn't really know. She's like, oh, 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 and you call an audible real quick. And you just get back on the phone. You're like, it's not my house. <laughs> yeah. I didn't make the rules. Get this Uh, off of my plate. I do want to say this fiesta, all Alex and I, this was our party, damn it. We took this into our hands. We also <laughs> were responsible for all of the tequila you guys consumption got as well. Early. I mean, you were, <laughs> yeah. Did you see those big ass, oh, yeah. those tall glasses we had? Those yeah, were and like all they showed tequila. <laughs> was you pouring margarita mix into the the glasses? Yeah, just the yeah, mix. not the handle or the six handles mm-hmm. off to the side of. Cuervo or mm-hmm. what would be the tequila of choice back then? God, I don't remember. I mean, I would hope at that point I was drinking something Patron, decent, Patron but I doubt point. it. I doubt it. 
It must back have been then. Patron. You're right. Yeah. Casamigos mm-hmm. wasn't around. Are you a Casamigos girl? Do you like Casamigos? So I was until they sold it. And I think they changed their formula and it's not what it was before. So I actually like Dobel tequila and I like Casa okay. Dragones. Ah, Dragones. And I will do Dragones Don Julio if they want to sponsor us. Yeah, we're happy with all that tequila too. brands. Um, <laughs> Clearly, I know how to throw a Cinco de Mayo party. So I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> I love the pinata and. I think I just, it only goes through one person and then the thing cracks open. But when the thing busts <laughs> open, Alex H comes like she's she's off of camera, right? And it busts open and she comes bouncing into frame up and down, clapping her hands. She's so happy that it, the, the thing exploded. It was, oh, yeah, it warmed my heart there. You guys, let's talk about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So you can skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's, of course, America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh takes the hassle out of mealtime this spring by delivering pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-prepare recipes right to your door. Skip the checkout lines and get outside in the warmer weather because HelloFresh has dinner covered. There you go. Get outside, you guys. April is Earth Month, and HelloFresh is always committed to a cleaner planet. On average, HelloFresh meals have a 31% lower carbon footprint than the same meals made from supermarket ingredients. Plus, nearly all HelloFresh's packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most areas of the U.S. Good food is too precious to waste. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients cut down on your food waste by at least 23% compared to grocery shopping, which is good for your wallet and the planet. You guys, obviously, we're big fans of HelloFresh here at Back to the Beach Podcast. They've been great partners of ours. And I'm here with another little recipe selection you need to check out. I just recently had the Vietnamese shrimp skewers and shaking beef. It had mm-hmm. some <laughs> lemongrass sauce and some cucumber salad on the side there. That sounds really good. All right, you guys, to try Stephen's meal and many others, go to HelloFresh.com slash Beach50 and use code Beach50 for 50% off, plus your first box ships free. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash Beach50 and use code Beach50 for 50% off, plus your first box ships for free. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. And when it comes to our mental health here at Back to the Beach, we love to prioritize the mental health. We've done a lot of mental health here work on this podcast, stuff that was just kind of, you know, stewing around for all these years from our days in little old Laguna Beach, California. And uh, let me tell you, I, 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 growing up, I never even thought twice about my mental health. It was just something that was you know, was, was kind of heard about, but never really understood on my own and, and, you know, how that was maybe affecting myself and how important it was to my daily life. Of course, as I've gotten older, I've realized how important it is to prioritize that and being able to talk a little bit more openly with friends and loved ones about what is going on can be very, very helpful. But I know everyone is not in that position to necessarily talk to a loved one all the time. And this is why BetterHelp is, is here for you guys. Uh, and, and I've actually... But thinking about this, I haven't ever taken therapy for myself, but I'm always looking to improve a little bit on my mental health. And one thing I haven't done is actually try some therapy. So here it is today. I'm officially announcing I'm going to try BetterHelp. Wow. I'm proud of you. What do you think of that? 
I oh, well, thank you. You guys, this is great. If you're thinking of starting therapy, be like Steven and give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which is awesome. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash beach10 today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash beach10. Okay, we were so What happened? Did you guys drunk. just start really early and then it's and you probably forgot to eat because you were just setting up for the party? Yeah. We started really early and we just were so excited about our party. But to this day, I've been drunk many a times. I have no shame in my game. This was one of the drunkest I have ever been. And actually, because we were eating all these <laughs> lollipops and stuff, I remember when this came out, everyone thought we were on ecstasy. Oh, and shit. it looks like it. It honestly looks like we're rolling our asses off. We were not. <laughs> and it looks like it though. And even like our these drunk conversations of trying to just like, eh, like sloppy and trying to like, you think you are like in my conversation with Jessica about you and Jason and everything, I think I'm like so wise and being like, oh, you know, like I know what I'm talking about. I'm just like a sloppy drunk mess. Like the whole thing is just so gross. But here's the other thing I want to say. Let's just dive right on in. So Jessica has a crush on Jeffrey. Jeff was just one of the boys in our class. He was friends with all the guys and just a really sweet kid. It's always fun for me to see these guys who pop up in an episode from time to time. You're like, oh yeah, oh my God, I love, you know, Jeff or Jake or whoever it is. It's it's nice to see those faces. We love Jeff. I don't remember if this was the very beginning of her crush or after her crush was essentially done. But I can say, yes, I kissed Jeff. I was hammered. I honestly didn't remember it. I was so fucked up, which is not an excuse. I still did it. But it also wasn't in the height of her crush moment with Jeff. It wasn't. And I did talk to her about it afterwards. I apologized. And she told me at the time she didn't care because it just wasn't Mm. in the height of their whole thing. I don't know if they ever even really ended up dating. I think she had a crush Mm. on him for like two seconds. But I want to say it was after everything had already died down. Because if they were really in the height of it, they would have been sitting together and I wouldn't have been eating his lollipop and sucking his face. Oh, <laughs> uh, that you did. I was so, yeah. It was fucked up. And I, I feel really bad. I felt really bad. I still feel really bad about it. But it wasn't as bad as sure. it, they made it seem. And I'm not just sitting here trying to defend myself. No, it really clearly is not truth. your best moment, but it's something that MTV, they're like, these are the moments that they are praying for. This is their hope. As soon as the idea of a fiesta uh-huh. is going down and tequila is probably going to be introduced, like their eyes are lighting up. And that is a recipe, of course, in this type of situation with cameras and shooting a show and having a party and getting tequila involved that for anybody who is thinking about being on a reality show, it's just, let me tell you, avoid the tequila or at least as long as you could keep it to like a shot, maybe to take an edge off or two, just don't <sighs> go past that because yeah, all sorts of, sorts of weird things. Yeah, Nothing there's good. a side Nothing of you like, I, to me, call him Steve. He'll come out if I've had too much tequila. Don't like the guy at all. I mean, you <laughs> see it in Cabo. It's just terrible. Do you have a alternative personality when you're very, very drunk. 
I don't. I I try well, not sure. to get that drunk anymore <laughs> where I black yeah, out like that and day. don't remember shit. Yeah. But yeah, back in the day. No, I guess I really didn't. I have had to learn over the years, though, how to be more of a responsible mm. drinker. You know, it's been a um, lesson I've had to learn. Mix in the water. <laughs> Anyways, back at the fiesta, I'm wondering, you don't really see Jessica react at all. Or if, I don't even see, you've got Alex H., she kind of like brings her down towards the beach and they're kind of looking off, like taking in the sights and she's not really around. And I don't know if like Alex was causing a diversion for you or what, but... No, that's how I much mean, of like, it wasn't a thing because her and Jeff, yeah, it nothing wasn't in the, the height of their afterwards. like crush yeah. moment that they had together. And I can tell, obviously, because I know me, after I kissed Jeff the first time, the oh, look shit. on my face is like, oh my God, like, what the happened. fuck is going yeah. on? But then I do it again. So it's like, well, guess what, you fucking idiot. Now I have no mm-hmm. sympathy for you. <laughs> so, I, yeah, no, I mean, I fucked up. I fucked up big time. I think, too, even if you removed Jessica from the situation, I think I was also like, why am I kissing Jeff? Yeah. Like, I, there's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I fucked up because of Jessica, but it wasn't even like I wanted to make out with Jeff. When I say in the scene with Alex later in the nail salon, I'm like, he was just right there mm-hmm. and I wasn't thinking straight. <laughs> like, I yep. just well, made out with on, but no one was home <laughs> for you. You were cooking with gasoline yeah. over there. Long gone. You have, um, there's there's a f- couple funny moments where you're having a little chat with Jessica. And I want to know, what did, what did you call her? Jessica Smitherin Docks? Smither- oh, Smitherins. Smither- yeah. I was like, this is some sort of a Harry Potter. I think I called her a couple <laughs> different things. I didn't know where you were going there. <laughs> I mean, honestly, at that point, who the fuck knows what was I coming remember out of my you, mouth? You were, you were saying in the last episode that you're like, oh shit, like something goes down in this one that I'm not proud of. And at first I noticed when you were pouring the tequilas, you guys were getting ready or pouring the margaritas. And then when people start to show up, you're already cooking. Like you're feeling pretty good. You're like, I think you're talking about Talon. Or no, it's Alex who says Talon has lost, or did you lose your sidekick? (laughs) You guys are making fun of Talon a little bit. And then (laughs) you're just like so confident in talking to Jessica, giving her more advice. And you're like, this is what I did with Steven. This is what I do with Talon. And you're just like, you need, like, this is a completely different situation. It's actually kind of a fair point, but I love how confident you are when you deliver it. But by the way, I'm sitting here talking to Jessica about Jason because she's still hung up on Jason. Mm. That's just proof that like her and Jeff were not a thing yet. Mm -hmm. But you say there's a complete difference. Biatch. (laughs) Which is really funny. Your delivery of biatch was on point. (laughs) I was like, oh no, Chris is really feeling it. Here we go. Hammered already. And I just I think they went from a very drunk (laughs) moment of you super fired up on tequila to then Lauren in San Francisco. And she's working. I know. Of course they did. Uh, She's (laughs) progressing in <laughs> her career and, and I'm not. you're doing the same old shit. <laughs> same old shit. What did you think as the next day at Morgan's house and you've got Taylor and Alex M and they're all playing a little pool and they spill the beans. Okay. And then everyone's got a little opinion of you. Deserving or no? Yeah, it was. However, this scene was the same day that Taylor met up with Talon at the beach when she called me a whore. She has the oh, same outfit on. Earlier. Mm. It is the same day. Way earlier in the season. So again, I don't really know. I guess what well, we learned, Taylor stole my fake ID. So I don't know what her <laughs> problem is with me. Okay. I just want to say that. <laughs> but we clearly had an issue for five seconds that they dragged out throughout this entire season. The timing of this is not accurate. I don't know if this was a pickup scene. Like, I don't remember where Taylor and I had our issues, but wherever they were, they either, 
it was either the end and this scene was more in line with what had happened. And then they took a piece of it and put it in the beginning of the, the season. I think they did that because or, it's more, it should be more in line because it seems like Alex M, who you can gauge based off her reaction, where this is at in a story, if it's, if it's really manufactured from MTV or it's, it's in its place. But it seems like she genuinely finds out in that moment, like, wait, what? She's a friend of yours. And if she had already found this out, and then is asked on camera to react to it, I don't think she would kind of go off on you in the way she she did, right? You never know, though, because I just think at this point, this was close mm-hmm. to the, the end of the season. I think at this point, we were giving them more of that they wanted, though. She's like, that is so rude to Jessica. What a bitch, dude. And I'm just like, oh, man, was that her? Which says the girl <laughs> who stole her boyfriend. I was like, oh, really? Okay. <laughs> Everyone needs to calm down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I wish I could remember how all of the pieces fell. Definitely that day that falls in line with what you're saying when she was talking with Tal. And now I'm talking about Taylor because she says, see, no feelings. She's got no feelings. I'm not surprised, actually. Taylor hated me this day. Yeah, they the were, same outfit. Yeah, a little toasty at this point, which I think a lot of times, even before going they on were. camera, we were like, oh, man, I've got to go do this. i got to go drink a little bit. Just take the edge off. I know, which is like so oh, no. fucked up. <laughs> 18, we're like, oh, let's go get some drinks before we have to film. What oh, about smart. this little really smart, MTV sets up an opportunity for you to fess up? And now you show up and you're like very innocent. Yeah, okay. This was a pickup scene. This was one of the very, <laughs> my glasses. I'm innocent. This was one of the very last scenes I ever filmed. And I know this because I had my glasses on, because my hair was up in a bun, greasy as hell. All Again, all I was doing was eating on camera. I did not give a fuck. I specifically remember this scene being like, I can't talk about this shit any more than I already have. So this was way, way later. Also, I did talk to Jessica about this and I reference it later in the nail salon with Alex. There's no way I would have gone to breakfast with her the next morning and not brought up Jeff. There's just no freaking way. But of course, they wanted it to seem like that. But in the nail salon, I say that I told her about it and she acted like she didn't care, which was true. She didn't care. At least that's what she Mm, told me at the time. I'm like so fired up right now too. I feel you. I feel you. It's hard when there's like, there's a moment like that that happens and you're like, fuck. Yeah, that was a moment of weakness for me. And then MTV just, you know, they jump on it and they just drill it and they milk it for everything that they can. It's drawn out over episodes and through different people. And now it's like, oh, this just happened. Everyone's fucked up at this party. It's kind of our little hookup culture that we have here in Laguna. And then MTV's telling somebody, you know, off to the side at Morgan's house, like, I want you to tell them about the fact that we saw Kristen hook up with Jeff. And so then they're on camera finding out for the first time, which this conversation would never happen, you know, unless the cameras weren't there. So yeah, yeah. really like to highlight our best moments and run with them, if you will, and create entire seasons of television out of them. So there you go. I know I fucked up. I shouldn't have done it anyways. And so I I do take responsibility mm-hmm. for that, but it was just drawn out a little bit more than it should have been. But let's talk about you and Lauren in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Are you rooting for us over there? What's the deal? I am rooting for you guys because apparently I'm the wrong girl for you. And Lauren is just so sweet and innocent and she's a really good one for you. <laughs> No, I thought your dinner was actually really cute. And I think to what you said earlier, you know, you can tell you guys do have a real friendship and the fact that you're able to talk about what happened between you guys Mm. last year, I think really shows the maturity and how you've both moved on from it. If you're able to have those conversations. To me, it's nice to see this because I don't remember the, the conversation, but what they wind up using and we didn't give them anything. 
for us on the relationship side or the like, we should be together or something should happen. We're like, look, yeah, we are good friends, obviously. And sure, we have a history, but we're going to do kind of like now what they're trying to do with you and Talon, completely different dynamic, totally. But it's the same thing that they're trying to force the like, there's something really happening here. We're going to use that to our, our advantage. And Ultimately, it's not. It's just two, you know, really good friends who could get together and catch up and kind of talk about the past and and laugh it up and call each other out on other stuff. And I, I think that it just proves the point of of how much they were leaning so hard into something that they had heard that had happened, which was when you and I broke up and Lauren and I kind of took our friendship to another level. And then it started to overlap for a moment as you and I were getting back together. And from there it was just you and I were back together. And MTV wanted to make an entire season about, oh no, these there's a full back and forth love triangle. People are switching and relationships and people are cheating on each other. When like, and that's the biggest thing that I had is like, they make it seem like straight up, I was like cheating on people. And this scene backs up now what we've said, what I've said through the first season of this podcast, which is like, look, MTV was really leaning in hard to make it seem like we hooked up in all these different moments when we didn't, especially when I was in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And had we hooked up? Yes. But like in all the times that they're saying on camera, no, not a fucking chance. They used our close friendship against us as far as fitting in their storyline of like, these two are off having an affair on the side when him and Kristen are supposed to be together. So to have us talk about like the moment where actually we first kissed, which actually is sweet and is funny. And I don't know if we've talked about it, but I would go over to her house often because she would dye my hair black. We were just friends. And then she remember she helped me with a Halloween costume one year because I needed a bunch of dolls or something. And she had a bunch of dolls. Anyways, she was really frustrated because she couldn't find a guy. And I don't know where it was, if it was me or her, but we're like, well, let's find you guy. Let's go through the yearbook. We'll go through. <laughs> so we're going through the yearbook of our entire <laughs> class and just like talking about each guy. Like, you should be with this guy. Can you be with this guy? And I remember she was like, what about this guy? And she points to me and I was like, oh, ha ha, very funny. And then she's kind of got this look on her face. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, not so <laughs> much friends. And we that kissed. And it was the first kiss moment. Yeah. Really funny sweet. and sincere and sweet and a memory there. It's cool that we bring it up in this scene since it is real. And you could see also a funny point where she asked me about you. And by the way, I'm now moving to Los Angeles. I'm looking for a place in Manhattan Beach with my brother. And so you could tell this is very late in the second semester. This must be back in the May timeframe towards the end of the semester. Because I remember I made that decision pretty late that I, I wasn't going to be coming back. And I think I'd gone down for a weekend to look at places with my brother. But anywho, she's asking about you. And I'm like, no, we're chill. And it's funny because you could still see that like, I don't quite know. It could have been anybody saying that question, not just Lauren, but anybody. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we are uh -huh. chill. Like, I know where we're at. We're done. And I'm like, no, we're friends. Everything's good. I said, like, we still chat from time to time. She's like, oh, so you're still close. And I was like, yeah, yeah. well, we'll always be close, but I don't know. And I can't say that like, oh, but it's not going to be what it was. I think it's still like failure to launch here. Like, I can't quite say like, yeah, we'll never be together again or anything like that. I think I was still processing that. So I'm Aww. like, no, no, it's chill. We're buds. You know, we'll always be close because... Well, yeah, you know, no, it's it's chill. <laughs> so. It's chill. All right, guys, let's talk about Dipsy. What's your love language? Is it physical touch or how about time together with your partner? People get turned on in all sorts of ways. Dipsy has invented a whole new love language with sexy stories for whatever mood you're in. 
Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. Discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Mm-hmm. Radically inclusive, Dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners, and 50% of stories are voice acted by people of color. You've never heard celebrities like this before. Listen to stories voiced by Serenus J. Jackson, ER Fightmaster, and Luke Cook. New content is released every single week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy stories that you can read. Let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or just heat things up with a partner. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash beach. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com slash beach, dipsystories.com slash beach. Guys, I'm really excited to talk to you about Thrive Market. I've been using Thrive Market for years, actually, and they're great because they're incredibly convenient. They will ship grocery and household essentials to your door. I get all kinds of things from them. I just placed an order for canned simple coconut milk. I get ghee. I get my laundry detergent. I got a vanilla bean paste because it's so good in coffee. If you haven't tried that, you should. Uh, But they're great because they have all of my healthy options that I love. And the convenience of them just showing up on your doorstep is really hard to beat. So I highly recommend checking out Thrive Market if you haven't already. Also, as a Thrive Market member, you can save money on every single order. On average, people are saving over 30% each time. That's big money. On top of the massive savings on each order, Thrive Market has a deals page that changes daily, giving you cash back on so many brands, and they have a price match guarantee. Not only does Thrive Market save you money, they also save you time. And they also have a ton of filters on their website or app, which you could download. They have over 70, you guys. You have to check it out. Whether you're looking for certified gluten-free snacks or non-toxic cleaning essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just the click of a button. When you join Thrive Market, you're also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. So you join and they give. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com beach for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash beach. Thrivemarket.com slash beach. And then you have our little walk and talk after dinner. Very funny. This is us mocking what we had to do in our dinner chat where I think we say, I say we had some interesting topics on that one because I'm asking her if she enjoyed dinner. She's like, good dinner though, right? And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's good to know. I was like, yeah, we had some interesting <laughs> topics on that one. She's like, we always do. And I'm like, yeah, yeah we get into some funny conversations. <laughs> that is us just taking the piss out of MTV and, yep. you know, how we sat there. I mean, we, yep. it's light out when we first sat down and then it's like pitch black dark when we leave the restaurant. We were there for like two or three hours and constantly a producer's yeah. coming up to the table and being like, all right, hey guys, really sweet. How's your dinner? 
Great. Cool. Okay. So yeah. um, I'm wondering, and they go in their little notebook. <laughs> That's literally how it goes we, down. Oh I just God. want to get a little piece with talking about mm-hmm. how Stephen is with Kristen. Like, do, what's their relationship? Like, Lauren, if you could ask him, like, is he talking mm-hmm. to her? Like, what's their friendship like now? Because we know that they're not together, but like, what's their <laughs> friendship like? And Stephen, if you want to talk a little bit about like how you and Kristen are, or just if you guys are friends or whatever it is. And yeah, then they go away. We kind of have our little weird conversation. And then somebody comes back up again. And they're like, all right. So talk about what was the first time you guys ever kissed. You guys have told me the story, but like we would love yeah, to get yeah, it. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. so, so good. <laughs> I know I've heard it, but you know, like for the audience, like if we could just like tell them what happened, you know. <laughs> we know you guys like aren't in a relationship yeah. or anything now and you guys are good <sighs> friends, but this is like talking about the past. Yeah. Like we're adults now. You, you guys are oh, mature 19 okay, sure. year olds now. So we could talk about the, <laughs> the uh-huh. past. Such bullshit. You know what they would do when I was on the hills and not to keep bringing up the hills, but at this point, everyone had caught on. So they were so sensitive in public to come up to us to tell us this stuff. So they would just start texting us. So we'd be filming a scene Mm. and then we'd be like, all right, hang on. We'd look at our phone and be like, okay, I got to say, okay. So anyways, I heard that you were with Brody last night. (laughs) Like that kind of shit. I think I saw you (laughs) filming in Brentwood one time. I remember I was just like skating by to go get some lunch because I lived in the neighborhood and you were shooting there with somebody or you're waiting on somebody. And Adam DeVello, he pulled me aside and he's like, dude, please come in and talk to Kristen. And I'm like, nope. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Still a that's negative so on the funny. hills. Yeah. So anyways, well, I think that's all we got for that well, one. Well, that's my worst episode. <laughs> I think your worst of them all. I'm so happy this one's over. My personal rating, a big fat fucking F. <laughs> <laughs> for obvious reasons. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, I think a plus because look, pushing back on MTV, they had to reach with that conversation with Lauren and I or that dinner and trying to get something like so romantic out of like two friends just walking and talking. And the fact that we get to kind of mock the situation a little bit back to them on camera as we're walking down the hill to their little lookout point. Uh, we've grown up a bit. I'm not chewing my food in the scene. We've come a long way from Pomodoro there pasta. Having you saying, so yeah, you were in Lawrence last night. Oh my God, I know. It seems like an eternity ago. My hands ago. go through my hair. I'm looking in all different directions. I'm uh-huh. just like, pasta's falling out of my mouth. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm stressing out. You're so grown so, up. Look, look at you. Look how far we've come. <laughs> look at that. Not me. I'm right back to season one, the very beginning. <laughs> hey, look, Took if I left. went to Cabo with you guys, I would have, yeah, <laughs> there would have been no progress. We would have, it would have been. Get whew. me out of Laguna. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, to be out in front of these cameras. Exactly. Well, audience rating, I did go B plus because some shit went down. And also, I think having you and Lauren together was nice for the audience. Just an entertaining episode all around. Sweet. Yeah, I went B for biatch because you... Thank you so much <laughs> Telling for Jessica not to be a biatch. Oh. And you go okay, yeah. That too. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah, thought you meant because I'm a I fucking asshole. I wasn't calling asshole. you one. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> I've come up with a name for you. That was Kristen Calamari. There you go. That's the girl who gets really wasted. <laughs> Lo- lovely name. I will not I'm, get hammered <laughs> just so I don't have to have that name. <laughs> I will avoid it at all costs. <laughs> it was not my notes, by the way. I'm just going to work on that. We'll workshop it a little bit. We'll workshop that. My redo, obviously, making out with Jeff. I wish I didn't do that. Well, or maybe I should say cut back the tequila at about half of what you're currently drinking because then no bad decisions will hopefully come. So <laughs> both, they go hand in hand. Learn what you can handle. And when it comes to alcohol, what's your redo, Steven? I don't have a redo. I don't have a do-over. You, you little gem. I guess, 
Yeah, what would be... I don't know. You're just, I mean, you come off so well that you don't need a redo. Uh, I'm a little jealous. That's a little questionable. <laughs> Your we'll high, see. my low. It's cool. Uh, maybe, it's cool. all right. What, what, what did you say about me when you're talking to, uh, to Jessica? You were like, I said, the whole reason like, oh, I wanted right. Steven after he hooked up with Lauren was because I couldn't have him anymore. But then I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know what? So then, yeah, I wish I, I don't think that's true. I wish I never took I don't you think back that's then. True. I'm just kidding. It's fucked up. I don't think that was the only reason why I wanted you. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the tequila is flowing at that point. I, was hammered. I mean, I do feel like hammered. truth comes out. I know, but truth, some truth does yeah, come out. Yeah, it does. But it also, you know I, mean? I was just really trying to play the hard ass, you know, like, look at me. I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm doing when it comes to boys. Clearly not. <laughs> Good old Kristen Calamari. Crispy Calamari. Crispy, Calamari. Crispy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about a quote? Crispy Cavi. There we go. Crispy uh, Cavi. Okay. Oh man, this is just brilliant. This is one of my favorite moments from you. It is so good. Oh, no. Oh, no. So you're sitting in the nail salon and <laughs> you talk about the wave house, which there was not a snowball's chance in hell your ass was going on this bus. <laughs> Clearly down to not. The wave I was house so mad you had about it. <laughs> so many, so many more cooler things to do with your time that you were not going to be on that bus with everyone else. Going to a fake wave when we live at the beach. Excuse me. <laughs> it's so funny. With, at, you at that time, if like you're missing out on something or you're not a part of something, it's just it just automatically sucks. Like, it's not it's like... It's the dumbest thing on the planet. It's not even a thing. Like, who would... Yeah, who would ever This fucking, is a fucking joke. Are you kidding me? Look at those morons getting this free limo bus from MTV away from their parents down to San Diego to hang out on a wave house, wave pool. Oh, like, my God. It's what a, a bitch. terrible day. So, anyways... Losers! The quote that I have is you going, everyone's like... And then Alex Hughes is like, I don't understand. Why would they go on a fake wave? And then you're like, uh. <laughs> Start laughing. The look on your face, so you literally do look dumb. like a piece of calamari. You're sitting there like, your little nail salon chair. I was dying. I need a gift. It's probably out there. But the look on your face, and then you, you have no answer. You've stumped yourself. And then you I think just, I was really trying to come up with something. I was like, there's no reason why they would be going to a fake wave. Normally you do, but you didn't have it. So These then you idiots. just cracked yourself up. But oh man, the, the look on your face. And the there long is, ass nails. And I'm like going like this to Alex. I'm uh, like, the, Get yeah. out. <laughs> Everyone's like, <laughs> Oh my God. Um, okay. My quote is from Alex Who's the Who's in the very beginning of the episode when her and Jessica are talking and she's like, I hate the fucking game. Look, I like you. I don't like you. Why does he have to mess with you? Like, it's just so innocent and sweet. And these girls are so like clueless when it comes to the game that I just loved it so much. I loved it. I loved it. Holy shit. I survived this episode. Let's pretend like it never happened. Let's move on. What happens next week? Get Moving me the fuck on. out of here. All right. Next <laughs> week, God. we got episode 12. Oh. oh, it's prom. Next week is prom. I'm excited for this. I don't even remember it's who prom. I went with. Did I go with Talon or Sam? I don't, I honestly don't remember. Isn't that fucked up? That's weird. I don't remember getting an invite for that one. Would it come down? I probably asked you. You said no. <laughs> no I don't you don't remember who you went to prom with senior year? No, you guys, I'm such, I, I apologize. It'll all you, come flooding back to me though. You want to know why? Because <laughs> it wasn't you. There you go. It was it was unforgettable. Mm-hmm. Unforgettable. Well, it was forgettable. It was forgettable. I mean, it was for, it was for, <laughs> okay, it was Jessica. Don't hate the game. Hate the player. <laughs> I can't. I'm done. I'm maxed out. <laughs> All right, good job, Cavi. I'm proud of you. 
Uh, you did a good Thank job. You. It was rough. We'll we'll, we'll look to next week, prom. We'll see you Can't guys wait. all then. We only go uphill. Also, don't DM me. Don't say anything to me about this episode. I already know. <laughs> all right. Let's just move on. Just leave it where it is. All right. Goodbye. All right, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Back to the Beach with me, Kristen Cavallari, and the best ex-boyfriend ever, Stephen Coletti. We are so stoked to bring you along on this journey back to Laguna Beach with us. You can find us on Instagram at at Dear Media Studio, hashtag BTTBpod, at Kristen Cavallari, and at Stephen Coletti. Got any questions about the show? Give us a call on our Back to the Beach hotline, 1-844-LAGUNA-0. And if you like our show, please make sure you follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. Back to the Beach is a Dear Media production hosted by Kristen Cavallari and Stephen Clint. Our show is produced by Rosalie Atkinson. Post-production by Amanda Vandekar, Michelle Harrison, and Taylor O'Connor. Music supervision by Jonathan Lane. Our theme song is Come Clean, written by John Shanks and Cara Diaguardi. Cover composed by Steve Shebby. And our executive producers are Jocelyn Falk, Paige Port, Michael Bostick. Special thanks to producer Liz Bruno at Balto Creative Media for her help on today's episode.